Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United. Uh, today I'm here to talk about, I'm your host Matthew, and today I'm here to talk about Man United's 1-0 win away in the Premier League against Norwich. Uh, just before I do jump into that game, uh, you may have noticed that I didn't do an episode on Wednesday when we played Young Boys. Uh, I wrote down a couple of thoughts, I actually tweeted them out, but for those of you who might not have seen them, uh, just a quick couple of notes on the on the Young Boys game, then I'll talk about this Norwich one. So I put uh, a few notes from the MUFC game, uh, Mengi over Lindelof, just I put that as a bit of like a funny tweet or whatever, or, or a funny part, but I, I was very, very impressed with Mengi. I think that's the first time I've seen him play football, but uh, he came on as a sub, and he was uh, really, really good. I put uh, Lingard and Mata need to go, I just think that they've kind of just had their time. Uh, Van der Beek was fantastic, and Wan-Bissaka should have been aware of the pass. He also had a bad game, so Wan-Bissaka... And then I put, uh, let's hope that Charlie Savage is better than Robbie. Uh, it's a good, good moment, you know, for for Robbie Savage, his uh, son, making his debut for Manchester United. Uh, so that was, I understand that kind of moment and everything. But uh, yeah, let's hope that Charlie's better than Robbie, I suppose. <laughs> so, uh, but of course, that was the one-one game. Very good goal from Greenwood as well in that particular game. That was good. Uh, yeah, and I I didn't need to do a whole episode because it just took me one minute to do that, basically. So, uh, that was a decent little game. Uh, Man United 1, Norwich 0. Um, very confusing game of football to watch. That's the sentiment that I walked away from was... I was confused about... I was confused about why I was watching what I was watching. And in terms of, like... Why are we playing this badly? And I was trying to look at the game. And look at the team. Look at the way that we were playing. The way that Norwich were playing. There's a lot of different elements in terms of. Especially the early parts of the game. Because we really didn't start this game off very well. First 10-15 minutes. We never really sort of picked up much form in this particular game. But first 10-15-20 minutes we were really quite poor. And I was, you know, trying to, I was, you know, trying to take a look at everything and see, okay, what's what's wrong? What's what's going on here? And I'm sure Ralph was doing probably the same thing, and probably the players were as well. Was it player selection? Was it the formation? Was it the tactics? Was it uh, Norwich showed up a bit more than we thought? I thought Norwich Nor- Norwich were actually better than what I thought they were going to be themselves. So that's kind of an element to it. I don't know. I don't know what was going on with this game, but. You have to look at, you know, some of the best managers coached by some of the best... Sorry, some of the best teams coached by some of the best managers in the world can have games like this. This is, you know, th- these these things can happen. Of course, when it happens when you've been on a particularly bad run of form, you can point to that. But this is like a new start for Ralph. He's been in charge, what, four games now? Three, four games now? And you've got to just look and think, okay, what was what was wrong today? What was kind of going on? And the one thing that did stick out a bit, which is something that I'd mentioned from the Crystal Palace game, was kind of thinking, okay, do do is it, it are we still in the point of how much of Ralph's ideas and tactics have we been able to get across to this team? Because there's a certain kind of uh learning curve i suppose is maybe the best way to put it in terms of these players were used to playing a certain way under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer for 2 years 
new manager comes in, doesn't have a chance at the moment to change the team in terms of selling and buying players. He can obviously change those players. And, you know, all this thing about, like, the, the Gagan press and uh, this 10-second rule for shooting that Ralph has and the one-touch, very quick passing. We did it a lot better in the Crystal Palace game. So I was going into this game expecting faster-paced football. Um... But I think it was possibly a player's issue today because I just noticed a lot and a, a shocking amount of sloppy passing from the team. Now, a manager can coach you to a certain point or a coach can coach you to a certain point to get you to get better at passing. But Ralph can't pass the ball for these players. He can only tell them what he wants them to do, that the game plan, he can only tell them that, he can't kick the ball for Ronaldo or for Rashford, they have to do that themselves out on the pitch. So I just wonder if there's still some kind of adjustment period going on, it's probably going to happen for a bit of time actually, like Ralph has just got here, Uh, he hasn't been a manager for like two years, so maybe he's kind of finding his feet again, but... I don't think it's just, oh, we were just bad and that's it. I think there's a lot of other elements at play. But we were particularly bad today to the point where, um, yeah, to quite a to quite surprising extent today. So, there was that to talk about. Uh, in terms of the summary and stuff, there was a, one goal. So, there's not, there's not too much for me to talk about in terms of the summary, like the actual game events. Um, I thought Norwich turned up a bit more than what I thought. I thought they were a bit better defensively than what I thought. They just lacked, obviously, that cutting edge in the attack because, well, they're Norwich. But we kind of... We we defended kind of well today. At certain spots, we didn't. But for the majority of the game, I think we handled ourselves pretty well. Uh, But we we, we lacked that cutting edge as well in the attack. Just certain... Certain uh, final third passes uh, that just kind of weren't coming together. Um, And even just like really frustrating things were happening. Like the player's ability to control the ball at certain points was like, okay, you should be doing better than that in these kind of moments. Um, But yeah, just just very, very, very sloppy today really really quite sloppy in terms of the way that we were passing the ball around and these things can happen you know man city chelsea liverpool they can have games like this you know <clears throat> where the team just the, the the team just doesn't work like something it just doesn't work you know um but uh yeah there is there is still some question marks i have about like substitutions and things but uh, as to like, okay, why weren't certain players taken off earlier? I think. Um, but yeah, I'll speak on the substitutions quickly. And look, I know I've said very clearly over the last two years I don't like Victor Lindelof as a player. Uh, Given my best wish, I'm giving him my best wishes in terms of, um, you know, he did get subbed off today. He was at one point pointing. He was at uh, particular points. He was pointing towards his chest. So, I know there's been some concerns within football about, like, um, 
like heart conditions of players and stuff. We don't we don't know if it was to do with his heart or to do with uh, just some chest pain or something. But it 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 looked a little bit concerning, and I was kind of concerned seeing that because you know even even though I don't think he's a good enough footballer for the team, I've made that quite clear in the past. I don't want him to get hurt. I don't want him to be in pain. That's not what I've that's not what I've been asking for. You know, um, so uh, he did come off the pitch, of course, a bit earlier, uh, and I just I, I hope he's okay. So I just wanted to to uh, mention that as well. Um, whether he's got uh, I don't know, these things can happen, but it, we have to remember that these players are still humans, like all of us. We're all the same, you know. At the end of the day, so I just wanted to give him some well wishes on that front. Uh, there's really not much else to talk about in terms of the performance. It was really quite drab and sloppy and it's funny because I didn't feel like the performance was unorganized there's been several games under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer where the team just looked like they had no plan they did look at certain points in this game like there was a plan but the players just I don't know the players just weren't able to control the ball and pass it today it was one of them really one of them really weird games I hope doesn't happen again um but this is also one of them games as well where you talk about grinding out results. If you're not playing well, you've still got to find a way to get the win. And the important part today, after realising what was going on for the first 10-20 minutes in terms of the team's performance, it did turn into one of them games where you thought, OK, let's just get the goal and get out of here. Which you don't really want. It's not entertaining, of course, but... The three points is ultimately what matters, I suppose. And uh, we got that today. So we we went in there. We got what we wanted. And uh, we we go home kind of happy. Happy with the points, but not with the result. Sorry, happy with the result, but not with the performance as well. So uh, let's take a look at a little bit of this team first. Uh, we've got a 4-2-2-2. Two, two, two. So basically, you've got the back four. Then two midfield players, Fred McTominay. Then two players that are in front of them, so a two and a two, um, which are which were Sancho and Bruno Fernandez. And then two strikers. So that's where the other. There's three lots of two. So you had the first set of two, which was Fred McTominay. Second lot of two, which is Bruno Fernandez and Sancho, um, with Bruno being sort of tasked with playing out out wide, ish. And then two sort of wide strikers with Ronaldo. And Marcus Rashford, yeah, it's good to change formation now and again. You know, we've we were used to we've been used to so long playing with a four-two-three-one uh, that it's good to change formations now and again because I, I think to me as as long as you have some some combination of four-two-three-one, four-three-three, and four-two-two-two, those those are the ones that I like to play. I don't really like five at the back. I don't like the diamond. So the four-four-two diamond formation—that's one that I don't like, because uh, all the three that I just mentioned, so four-two-three-one, four-three-three, four-two-two-two—they all have wide players, which is what I think that you need in the game, especially with the way our with the way our squad is, and we have quite a few wide players, so that helps with uh, with that as well. So um, hey, it could have been that. Maybe these—I mean, when was the last time Man United used a four-two-two-two? Could have been the players weren't used to it, but still, I, I don't think any of that really excuses some of the very poor passing we saw today. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, let's get into a bit of the summary. Nothing happened in the first half, basically. Um, and then we go to the 
Uh, second half, so just, we can just jump straight past this, the first half. Uh, Greenwood being subbed on for Sancho. I think this substitution happened in the Crystal Palace game. And I'll mention the same thing, which was the sub is nice and early. So 67 minutes is good. I would have brought Mason Greenwood on. But I wouldn't have taken off Sancho. I thought yet again that Sancho had a very good game. I've been quite impressed with him since the uh, Villarreal game where he scored his first goal. Uh, I would have personally taken off Rashford for uh, Greenwood. Or possibly even Ronaldo. I don't think Ronaldo is having a very good game. Um, Because who is on the bench? Because I don't actually quite know who is on. Uh, Bailey, Alanga, Greenwood, Heaton, Henderson... Jones, Lingard, Shaw, Van der Beek. So not a fantastic bench, but there's some decent players on there. So yeah, I agree with the player coming on. I agree with the time. It was made 67 minutes. That's a pretty good time. Um, but I don't agree with taking off Sancho. So almost almost to my liking. But it's not about Ralph making substitutions to my liking. I'm just analysing them to, 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 to do with that. So... Uh, then uh, Lindelof had his uh, chest incident kind of thing. I'm not quite sure what happened, like I mentioned, but I'm wishing him well. Uh, then Eric Bailey came on. Look, I was happy to see Eric Bailey come on. He's my favourite defender for this club, and I think he's our best defender. So I was happy to see Bailey come on. But under these circumstances, it's not nice to see one of your own players uh, get injured. Whether you like that player, you don't like that player, whether you think they are or they aren't good enough to play for the team... That's not relevant in terms of injuries. You know, you don't want to see your your uh, players get injured. Because you never know when you might need them. So, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, Eric Bailey coming on for, uh, for Lindelof. Um, good to see him. I thought Bailey had a very, very good game again. Uh, only got 15 minutes on the pitch, which was a bit disappointing. Um, but, uh, there you go. That was Eric Bailey. Um, Alright, then... Uh, Ronaldo was uh, subbed on. He was already on the pitch. Ronaldo scored a penalty. So he got pulled down by... I think it was Max Ahrens who we've been linked to. I don't really want Max Ahrens. I'd either like Reese James, which is very unlikely. Or uh, Lamptey from uh, Brighton, who I've said before that I was quite impressed with. Anyway, uh, yeah, clear foul. You know, he basically puts his arm round Ronaldo's neck. Doesn't try to actually strangle Ronaldo, of course. But he has his arm round his neck and you're not really able to do that. Ronaldo gets pulled down and he tucks away his penalty, which is good. Apparently, Tim Krull, who is Norwich's goalkeeper, is historically very good at saving penalties, uh, but wasn't able to this time. So, Ronaldo scored. Very, very good. So, that was the 75th minute. Uh, and then we made another late substitution, and this seems to just be a theme with Van der Beek. I don't know what's going on, because happened with Carrick, happened with Oli for a long time, and now it's happening with Ragnick. Uh... Van der Beek brought on in the 88th minute for Bruno Fernandes. Uh, so yeah, I you know, I'll say that his subs were somewhat questionable. I th- obviously, the Bailey one makes sense because of the injury. The Greenwood one I sort of half agree with, but I wasn't happy with Sancho getting taken off. But Van der Beek being brought on in the 88th minute. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on. I, I don't know what's going on with, with that. Obviously, not, none of these players are Ralph signings. None of them. He's inherited this team. But again, it could be you know he's not even been in charge for ten games yet. We've got we've got to give Ralph. It depends how long this is going to last. We've got to give Ralph a certain sort of. He's got to learn about these players. Obviously, he sees them in training and all that sort of thing. But yeah, he's got to find out who's good and who's bad in this team. 
Um, but then you've got the other possibility, which is he comes in, he's got a different system, different tactics, different ideas to Ollie and to Carrick and everybody else. Um, and some players that we previously thought weren't good enough or are good enough might just might not quite fit into the system the new system that he's got so some of our players that we like might not fit into the team and some of the players that we don't agree with being in the team might get better because different coaching different ideas different system different tactics sometimes you can just change those things and and it can work but uh, we'll have to we'll have to see how long that adjustment period is going to last because it's very much still happening i mean he's not even been here for 10 games yet so uh, I don't know how long we give him to judge the situation with that, but uh, certainly it's it's still going to be a bit of time, isn't it? I mean, uh, there's several players he hasn't even had the chance to use, like like Cavani. He hasn't been able to use. I mean, players that we got on loan, so like Twanzebi. He's. Uh, I mean, he's barely seen that much of the team anyway in terms of like match days because he's only been here for three days, uh, three games. Uh, or four games but yeah we just got to let him figure out what he wants to do with the team and then of course when we get to January he'll make probably certain changes so there you go all right that's my thoughts on the game not a ton to talk about um it was a pretty sort of just go in there and grab the win kind of thing which I did expect us to beat Norwich by a lot more goals because they're Norwich but uh sometimes what you expect to happen in football doesn't happen so there you go anyways take a quick little break do some housekeeping and then I'll go into player ratings. I do have a man of the match selected. Might surprise some of you. But, uh, or maybe not. Uh, I guess you'll find out in a minute. After the break and the housekeeping. Then we'll get into those player ratings. I will see you in a minute. Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend. But it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up Kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link if you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or 
film review per month it's up to you which one you want to choose we will watch a few episodes of the tv show that you choose or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new tv show or a film review of your choice that's three dollar level tier that does also of course include your ad free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show Alright, so recently on Entertainment Talk, um, did the coverage for October and November, I missed the previous month, so uh, that was talking about how well Entertainment Talk did over the months of October and November. Can't judge December yet because we're only 11 days into the month, so I will be back next year to talk about that. I uh, also talked about a trip to Brighton that I made, which was very, very good, and uh, talked about Boris and leaders and people that are in charge of countries as well comparing Boris to some of the other ones as well and also talked about uh, a little bit about Covid as well so there's that one uh, I finished the first season of Invasion which is on Apple TV Plus and I gave it a must see rating that's for the season 1 review and the show has been renewed for a second season as well by Apple TV Plus as well so that was really good to talk about as well uh, me and David have at the moment finished our coverage for The Walking Dead World Beyond we'll be doing a series wrap up next weekend so look out for that. But we covered season 2 episode 10 which is a series finale. Uh, it's meant to be two seasons. So there's that. That was really really good to do as well. Uh, watched a Christmas film. And it was called Zoe's Extraordinary Christmas. It's the follow up to the second season of Zoe's Extraordinary uh, Playlist. I almost forgot the name of the show somehow. Um, it's part of the podcast called Zoe's uh, Podcast Playlist. Which is for the Zoe's Playlist TV shows and the films. Um, so it does have some spoiler stuff in there as well, but uh, basically talked about that. That was for Zoe's Extraordinary Christmas, and that was absolutely fantastic as well. Ralph Ragnick's first game, of course, which was against Crystal Palace. We got the 1-0 podcast for that. Uh, also got the 3-2 win against Arsenal. That was Carrick's game. Um, did another gaming talk last week for the Mass Effect TV show, Marvel MMO, and CD Projekt Red update. We'll be doing another gaming talk episode tomorrow that will be the last one for the year that will be covering like the game awards and and that sort of thing as well so there's that also got the 1-1 game with Chelsea and uh, the Ralph Ragnick podcast talking about his appointment as a manager and that's pretty much everything we've been doing uh, on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms there's also two other film reviews I recently did one is for No Time To Die I gave a must-see rating to and Venom Let There Be Carnage which I gave a skip rating to as well Alright, got two players to pick from, in my opinion, for the ones that really stood out. as David De Gea and Sancho. Uh, De Gea making a couple of really important, really big saves, so I'm going to give him a 9. But I thought Sancho was really, really good again. I'm really, really liking Sancho in this team a lot, and I'm really happy that he's uh, found his stride. Um, which is frustrating because he's been getting substituted off a couple of times, so we'll see how that, how that works out. Uh, I think I'll give it to Sancho, because um, I thought he had just had a really good game, but David De Gea had a really, really good game as well. He really kind of stood out, so that was good as well. Uh, so that's my man of the match, which is Sancho um, with a 9. Uh, actually, I'm going to give him a 10. I thought he was really quite good today, so yeah, I'm going to give him a 10. Um, and David De Gea, I'll stick with a 9 rating. So let's go to our right back. 
Diego Delo, uh, not quite as good as a game as the Palace one. I thought he really stood out in that game. I still thought he had a pretty good game, so I'm going to give him a 7. You know, 7, good, good performance. Uh, messed up a couple of things here and there, but it's a 7, not a 10, so that's that. Lindelof Maguire, um, I give them both like a 5, I think. Um, they weren't, I, I mean, they've, they've definitely had worse games, trust me. <laughs> Uh, but they weren't like excellent, just kind of below average performance. Um, but yeah, just just like kind of fives for uh, for those two. So there's that. Uh, Teller's going to give a six, average six. I thought it was pretty good. Lots of crosses into the box, which was a better part of his game. Defensively, all right as well. Um, but yeah, Teller's going to give a six to uh, McTominay. I'm going to give a four. Um, he had a couple of moments where he did some interesting stuff, but again, just too many sidewards, backwards passes, the usual kind of stuff from uh, from McTominay. Um, yeah, give him a, I'll, I'll give him a four with that. Fred, I will give the same score that I gave Delo. I'll give him a seven. I thought he was very good, quite effective. I feel like he's finding his way a little bit more in this system, and that's what like what I mentioned earlier. You know, Fred and McTominay really kind of struggled under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Um, but uh, Fred seems to have found his feet a little bit more. Not like amazing. I saw a couple of people kind of like raving about him on Sunday. Uh, which if you want to do that then that's that's perfectly fine. But um, no I thought Fred had a pretty good game. Again yeah give him a 7. Uh, Sancho I've already given him a 10 man of the match. Bruno Fernandes. Um, Bruno Fernandes. i give him like a 6 maybe. He was. I thought it was okay. Um... He did have a lot of the sloppier passes today. Him him and kind of like McTominay. Uh some really sloppy passes um with, with some of that. There was other players as well, like Maguire did a, a bit of that. Uh Fred did some of those. Rashford did some of those. Ronaldo did some of those. But uh yeah, I'll give him what did I say, a six, I think. Yeah. Uh so there's uh Bruno. Ronaldo, I'm gonna give him a uh um Five, maybe he did score. He did win a penalty and score it, so get some credit for that. But just felt like Ronaldo really struggled a bit today to get into the game. Um, one of one of the players that like couldn't quite control the ball, couldn't quite get the passes off, and that was quite frustrating to see. Uh, Rashford, uh, Rashford. Um, I think I'm going to give him a four as well, same as like uh, Lindelof Maguire. Uh, just str struggled with the same things that everybody else did. But some of them were better and some of them were worse than others. But I thought Rashford had a particularly poor game today as well. So that's that for those ratings. Um, Eric Bailly came on. I'm going to give him a 9. I thought it was tremendous. I thought it was like... He, he just he just loves to get in in front of the ball, doesn't he? He does not like that ball to go past him. Um, blocking lots of shots. Getting stuck in with some tackles. Um, yeah, really just, again, he, he's got to be starting games for me, like, yeah, just the way he puts his body on the line and everything is, uh, really, really quite good. Uh, Greenwood came on, I thought it was pretty good as well, um, because he came on first, didn't he? It was Greenwood, then Bailey, then Van der Beek, or Van der Beek. Uh, Greenwood, um, I gave him like a six as well, yeah, I thought it was, it was quite good today. Um, almost scored actually on one occasion, didn't he? Kind of broke past two players. 
uh, possibly should have had a penalty. So, yeah, that's the Greenwood one. Van der Beek got nothing to add, really, because he was on the pitch for about five minutes. So I didn't see him do a whole lot, unfortunately. So, yeah. But, uh, so I've already read our bench out. Uh, missing players at the moment, we've got Cavani, Martial, Matic, Pogba, Varane, and Wambasaka. Wambasaka, of course, got that knock in the uh, young boys game as well. Hopefully he's uh, doing okay. Um, oh, Brandon Williams is on loan at Norwich. I just saw him in their missing players list. He's got a... Um, oh, we couldn't play because he's on loan. That makes sense. Yeah, lo loan agreement says here. Brandon Williams. Because um, I remember Twanzebi went to Aston Villa. But I couldn't remember where the others sort of went. Like Chong and those those kind of players. So, but yeah, Brandon Williams is at Norwich. But we just couldn't see him play because um, he uh, is our player. So, there you go. Anyway, not tons to talk about. I mean, I've still got half an hour of an episode here. So, uh, yeah. But uh, not tons and tons to talk about. Not a great game. But we got through. We got the three points. Let's see where that puts us in terms of the league. It does put us up to fifth. So, that's good. So, if I'm to give the league table a quick look. Man City, 16 games, 38 points in top spot. Second, Liverpool, 16 games, 37 points. So, right behind them. Chelsea, 16 games in third at 36 points. Then a quite big gap. Actually, that's only uh, nine points. Uh, West Ham at fourth with 15. Sorry, West Ham at fourth. 15 games, not 15 points. 15 games, 27 points. So they could climb a bit closer to Chelsea. We're on the same points now as Aston Villa. Although if they win their next game, we won't be. Uh, we are 5th, 16 games played, and 27 points. So we're getting to like the halfway point of the season. I, I believe 19, yeah, 19 games is a halfway point, isn't it? Because you play 19 teams, so almost halfway through the league. Uh, then Arsenal played the same amount of games as us. They're on 6th um, spot. They are on 26 points, so they're 1 point behind us. But we have scored more goals, but we, we've let in more goals in them as well. And then Tottenham just behind us, 7th. They've played 14 games, so they've got two games in hand. I think their games got postponed because 13 of their players had COVID, which is wild. I've I've heard of teams like having one, two, maybe three players with COVID. They'll be sort of pushed to the sidelines as, like, injured. But, yeah, you're going to struggle to play with your team if 13 of your players have got COVID. That's, that's wild. I don't know what happened there. Uh, maybe one of them, see that's the thing, like maybe one of them went to a training session and it just spread like wildfire, so I don't know, but that's a lot of their players, obviously they can't play at the moment, so yeah, they're two points behind us and they've got two games in hand, so Tottenham could jump above us in their next, they could do that in one game actually, couldn't they, so we shall see. Alright, that's everything. Uh, what did you think of today's game, what did you think of this, do, do, do you think this game was kind of an anomaly in terms of, you know... Us just not being able to string passes together um, and not being able to control the ball. Do you think it's to do with the formation change? Do you think it's just some of the players? What do you think kind of happened today? Do you think Ralph got it wrong? I think he got a couple of things wrong. Because look, I, I, I'm excited for his future and his appointment and everything, but no manager is perfect. You know, he's going he's gonna to do he's gonna do things that I don't agree with, uh, like certain substitutions or team selections. Certain things he's going to do that I don't agree with. Um, because we're different people. 
Um, but of course I get in there and analyse what I agree and disagree with. But uh, do you agree or disagree with what he's been doing so far? Let me know your thoughts on this game and Ralph Ragnick's appointment and everything else. Uh, Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org, Twitter e Talk UK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. If you're looking on the uh, website version of this podcast, you can scroll down a little bit. You'll see a big email box. Put your email and your message in there. That'll get sent to me as well. You can also click on or copy and paste the email name and uh, you can send in a message that way as well. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org. TV, video games, films, Manchester United podcasts. So take a look for all those things as well. Entertainmenttalk.org and find us on podcast platforms. So you can do that as well. You can also support the podcast Entertainment Talk. Uh, either by just listening to my episodes on the same places that I've just mentioned. You can also tell other people that you know about the uh, the content that we've got. Uh, so just word of mouth, social media, sharing them around, that kind of thing. Telling people. That really, really helps us out as well. Uh, you can also support us on Patreon. $1, $3 level tiers, ad-free podcast review options. Take a look at that as well if you'd like to. For all of that... Um, Bex is still streaming pretty much daily, I think, over on Twitch, Trista Bytes, Trista B-Y-T-E-S. She has put her, uh, part of her Christmas schedule up. You can see that on Twitter, probably on Twitch as well. Uh, she's Trista Bytes, Trista B-Y-T-E-S, all over, like, every platform. Uh, so, like, if you want to see her on Instagram or Twitter or something like that to keep up with her work, you can find her on those places as well. Uh, so go and check out what she's doing. You can find me on Twitch as well, UK. For my different video game streams. Uh, today's stream is actually not going to be for the Avengers game. So I'm talking about Saturday night stream. It's going to be for more Pez coach mode. Basically I want to try and finish the season before the year is out. So the scheduled stream that I've still got for Saturday. Same time 11.45pm GMT. Is still going to happen. It's just not going to be for the Avengers game. It's going to be for the Pez 2020 coach mode so i'm looking forward to doing that in in a couple of hours time actually so look out for that that's twitch etalk uk over on twitch give us a follow over there you'll be notified when we go live if you've missed any of the previous episodes which i do need to put one of them up on twitch actually uh youtube entertainment all plays for all those things as well thanks for listening and i'll see you as uh, tuesday next brentford uh tuesday night is uh, for the brentford game so i'll see you all for that cheers and i'll uh, see you next time thanks for listening goodbye